We are live. Nathan Orton, how What's are up? you, sir? What's up, dude? I'm good. What up, Ted? I am good. So you're just coming from an improv class. I love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. How long have you been doing improv? Like a month. Just a month? Yeah. And that you've never taken improv before this? Nope. How do you like it? I love it. It's great, man. It makes you uh, just not give Harder, a fuck. Harder, more yeah. solid. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. Not giving a fuck the is, the, is, the, um, is the right word. Yeah. Uh, so I was telling Nathan before we hopped on here that, as you guys know, I did improv for like five and a half years before I even stepped foot into stand-up. Yeah. Uh, and that really helped me on stage in terms of like figuring it out. Like yeah. when, in terms of improv, when you're on stage, you really just got to go with the flow and it's like teamwork, you know, and it makes it, I think it makes the, sta- the transition to stand up more smooth in my opinion. Yeah. I, uh, I think stand up, I do acting classes and I do improv. I think stand up made it so those things are so easy. It, like, made, it has made stand-up easy or what? It, I think that stand-up makes those things easy. Not easy like I'm good at it, just easy like I don't get embarrassed or care. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a huge component in progressing. Right. If you're not nervous, then you can learn. Totally. If you're not in your head or embarrassed. Where are you from? From St. Louis. St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah. Nice. And you grew up there and you were there for how long? Well... I mean, besides a little... Yeah, let's start at day one, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, Saint, I, I moved here when I was 31. Okay. So two and a half years ago, I went to college in, in uh, southern Illinois. But I basically was in St. Louis for those three decades. And you came to New York, and where'd you first move in um, New York? Uh, Bushwick. Bushwick? All right, yeah. nice. Are you still there now? Bed-Stuy, and I'm moving to Astoria in a week. Oh, nice. So you've been all over the place. Definitely comedy hotspots, too. I feel like a lot of comics live in those three places. Yeah, yeah. Nice, man. So growing up in St. Louis, Missouri, how different is it from Southern Illinois and then also New York City now? It's it's a lot different. I mean, the downtown city is nothing compared to... Well, you guys have that arch, right? We have the is arch. That- <laughs> you can it, go up in it. it. You can go yeah. in the arch? Yeah. How do you get up there? Stairs? There's an elevator. In the arch, Dude. bro? I thought it was thin. Yeah, they're not walking up stairs in the Midwest. Uh, well, how many? <laughs> that's also probably true. How yeah. many? Uh, how many stories up is it? Is it like fifty feet? Like six hundred feet. Six hundred feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that tall. Yeah. It's wow, huge. I had no idea. Yeah. Okay, and that's a that's a monument in St. Louis, Missouri. So grow, you grew up in um, St. Louis, Missouri, and how many siblings did you have? Uh, one of each. So one brother, one sister. Yeah. And your brother is a wrestler. Yeah. Nice. And he, where does he live full time? He lives in St. Louis. Randy Orton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Do you guys, is that actually him on the podcast that you guys do together? <laughs> no. Okay. So it's it like, him. it's a cardboard cutout of him. Yes. And the bit is that I just act like it's my brother. Like we don't really, he doesn't really <laughs> spend time with me. Uh-huh. But um, I don't know. It's, it's something fun to do. So what is your podcast about and how long have you been doing it? I don't even think it's a podcast. It's just clip, like we call it a podcast, but it's just like minute clips. Dude, so the producer <laughs> of this podcast for like the first 60 episodes, producer Pat, he was thinking about putting together like a podcast type thing, like exactly how you were putting it together, yeah. but just do clips with his boy. So like, yeah. it'd be like, oh, click the link in the bio, or that was like the purpose of it, but there was no link. So it would just be like minute clips, you do that, and then like just get a big following based on those minute clips, which obviously I think you have probably now too. Yeah, I mean, there's not, like, the first one got, like, 3,000 views, 900 likes. The second one was, like, 200 are views. You, are you, what, are you just going to keep keep it up, though? Keep doing that? Yeah, it was, someone else's, yeah, it was someone else's idea, because I try to avoid all that. But, like, it just being in roast battles up here, I've learned, like, no one's ever going to not bring it up. 
Uh-huh. I get introduced as it. Like, it's just like, I'm always, it's always there. Like, I'm not even Nathan Orton. I'm Randy Orton's brother. How old is your brother? He's 40. He'll be 42 in a couple of weeks. And you guys have the same mother, though? Brett and the same mother Yeah, and dad. same mom and dad, yeah. Okay, nice, man. How have you enjoyed your transition, though, to New York City, getting back to that? It's great. You love New York? Dude, it's, it's nice, amazing. Man. It's always oh. appreciate. It's always, pre- it not, it, it's always like nice to hear somebody moving from the suburbs back to the city, and they love it. What were you going to say? Go ahead. I didn't want you to think I was like... Like passive aggressively telling no, you not dude, to No, I wasn't. I was. I definitely didn't think that. No, but I can see why about, you'd maybe think that. No, 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 no. So, yeah, you're like, let's transition back to. <laughs> let's go back to another. Let's not topic. talk that. Forget it. But we're gonna edit that part <laughs> no, out. No, 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 no. It's totally fine. <laughs> it's uh, it's all good. It's it's been it's helpful to talk about it on stage because like I'm a you like I I gotta differentiate myself from all the other dudes who are trying this. Yeah, you know, and that's a topic not a lot of people can talk about. Yeah, but I see you're getting a lot of spots. So where have you been doing um, most of your time as like a host? Um, you were doing shows in Astoria, St. Mark's Comedy Club, right? I had two shows, and they've both questionable. Like one bar shut down, and then the other venue might be it, the show might be stopping. I don't want to like. Yeah, divulge. Whatever, I don't want to divulge anything going on with the venue because so, I don't know. Yeah, so let's talk about Caroline's though, because you did Caroline's yeah. pretty recently. How did that, that go? That was fucking amazing. And what man. was that? How did you get involved in that? Because you were doing how much time did you do on that show? Fifty-two minutes. So for those of you who don't know, Caroline's enormous venue in Times Square, probably the it spot if you're going to be doing an hour of comedy um, in yeah. New York City. So you've had an hour of comedy for how long? That's pretty impressive. Um, I actually, so I've done, I've headlined clubs, forty-five minutes, you know. And um, I guess if you, I had to, I had to puzzle it together by doing open mics, five minutes at a time. Because like I'm not, I'm still relatively new here. I suck at the hang. That's how you met me is when I was yeah, trying bro. to hang at the stand. And I think I introduced myself to you when you were like hanging at one of my one of uh, yeah, one I of the shows. I just happened to like, the, what's up, dude? The night I could make it was happened to be your show, and yeah. I just started watching your show, and you're like, who the fuck is this? And then it was just both friendly guys, and oh hey, what's yeah, up? yeah. And then, but um, yeah. So I had to like do open mics five minutes at a time to puzzle together this whole set. Wow. It's crazy because you can't test callbacks or find an arc, but it worked out, man. I, I worked hard on it, and like like almost a hundred people came. Which was good enough, and it went well. Like a lot of laughs, felt good. You know, but, I felt like a headliner. I felt like a. But real- how did you like? I mean, just to getting your own hour slot at Caroline's yeah. is a big move. So how did you kind of get to that? You know, get to that point. So I had um I, I headlined this one place on the road where it's a club I do every year where they just I came in as a feature they liked me and gave me a shot. Where is it? It's Wiley's in Dayton, which is one of those Ohio. Yeah, Dayton, Ohio. Okay, okay. It's one of those clubs where you just, I was fortunate enough where they liked me and gave me, let me try the headline, and it went well. Who were you featuring for when you first got there? Dan Frigolette. I'm not sure who that is. Uh, is he's, that a local guy over he's there? Jersey. Okay, okay. He's Jersey. So um, they brought me back to headline, and um, I took a clip from that, and I just sent it, because I felt like, you could say you're headlining, but I felt like I had to actually be headlining. And then sent I sent it to uh, Caroline's, just like their general whatever. How much time did you send them in the clip? Six minutes. But it was like I was like, this is a piece of me headlining, and it was like a it was all it was like a chunk that all flowed and it was it went well and just it showed like a club and I said I was headlining and I wasn't lying, so I guess like they went with it. They're like, okay, 
he's headlining here, and they just let me. I thought I was going to just, I was looking for a guest spot, host work. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how to play the game, Ted. I <laughs> Bro, apparently you do, though. That was luck, because I sent this thinking I would just get a guest spot, and they're like, hey, do the breakout artist series. And I was like, I'm breaking out, I mm-hmm. guess. I didn't know. And, um, it, yeah, it went really well, and then now I'm back to just doing trying new stuff right yeah. and putting together like a new hour or you just kind of doing your 10 minutes here 10 minutes there of more stuff like more know. like that Ten, How, like go ahead go ahead i'm right I'm, I'm working on now is like a more of a showcase set to like get what i want to do is get in at like the, the bigger clubs where i'm doing like four or five shows a week in front of like diverse crowds and uh, like going between two killers that every that have like a name everyone knows. I want to like get at that level because mm-hmm. then you get better, you know, where you're you're just doing that every night. So that's the mystery is how to get in. How comfortable are you on stage? If we were talking about like length of a set, you know, fifty two minutes you did, but how long do you think you could do if somebody was like, all right, just go up there, stay up there as long as as long as you as can, as long as you can. Yeah, is this uh, this is the, this is the question that I always ask comics when they come on here. I'm always interested to hear. I think I with crowd work and with ever whatever you got to do up there. I would say an hour because that's basically what I did plus like another eight minute chunk. And um, so I know I could do it. I wouldn't want to push myself too much beyond that because I'm not like a fucking I'm not a. I think I th- you shouldn't be doing like 90 minutes unless you're like Chappelle. You <laughs> yeah, know? Right, right. So I would just an hour because that's like a fair amount. No yeah. one's going to be held hostage, yeah. but I can handle it. Yeah. Nice, man. Nice. So when what's uh, been your favorite place on the road so far? My favorite place on the road? Yeah. It's got to be Wiley's because I headline it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Are you going back again this year? Yeah. That's the one place I do every year because, you, you know. Nice. Right? You got to. How often do you visit home? Um, It varies. I'm going the full the full month of November. Oh, wow. So a friend's getting married in the early November, and okay. the, the end is, I'm going to save for Thanksgiving. Smart. Packages to like, together. Yeah. You ever do gigs there? Run a fucking car for a yeah. month. <laughs> nice. It's going to add up. But uh, I do, there's there's a helium and a funny bone. Okay. So I'm cool with the people there. So hopefully, the, the, the goal is that they see that I headlined Caroline's and they go, oh, maybe he can handle a weekend in the Midwest. Yeah. But it's like... You never know. Well, what does that look like? I mean, it's kind of the same venue size as the Caroline's, no? Like the Funny Bone and Basically, um, Helium. Maybe a little smaller. Mm-hmm. Caroline's is... 300 or something? Car- yes. But oh, the, another, I think it was 255. That might have been COVID restrictions. But it's so tall. It's just this cavernous room where it's just like the Funny Bone, St. Louis. Low ceiling. It's so easy to just kill right and this is me talking from experience of when i was like i mean we're always just trying to get better but this is back when i was dog shit before i lived in new york and like had that transition into a better version of myself and it was still easy because it's just like this low ceiling everyone's packed in well describe why that kind of feels easy though the, it lit- i think it's literally the laughing is contagious literally or? physics right Probably maybe physics might not be the right maybe field of science, <laughs> but just like they're all the ceilings low, they laugh. It hits the it just bounces. It's contagious energy. Right? Maybe. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I guess so. So what? What's your favorite club in the city right now? If you had one, my favorite club in the city 
can I even say, I'm going to say, I'm going to give a weird, I'm going to give an answer I shouldn't give. All right, let's hear it. The original Comedy Cellar. Okay. Because I went to shows there. I don't hang there. I'm not, I'm not past there. Uh-huh. Haven't figured that out. But I've gone to shows there, head down, bought a ticket, didn't say I was a comic, just went. And it's just, it's so cool to have a, just a random sample of the country who we're all visiting, just packed in there, bought a ticket to laugh, and just seeing, seeing like someone famous or who was on a sitcom crushing because they know who he is, then seeing some young unnamed guy crushing because he's doing his best 15 minutes. And it's just really cool to watch yeah. the, the degree. Everyone there is obviously good. Mm-hmm. So it's just cool to see all the different types of comedians that are working there. And the room is just built for comedy. And it reminds me of the show Louie. How? Because he, he did the... No, I never the, watched that show. He, what, he was doing like... Uh, he would do spots, spots there yeah. during the show. He had like that, that kind of Seinfeldian opening with the... He'd do a bit, and it was usually at the cellar. And it was, uh, yeah, it's just cool to be there. Yeah. The background. Anytime someone posts on Instagram with the comedy cellar behind them, I'm like, oh, what once in a career thing are you doing that you're pretending you're paying? <laughs> <laughs> well, they they have like a good amount of produce shows there, from what I understand. I didn't know that. Maybe not like a good amount, but they definitely have a, a few a week. Maybe not as many as other comedy clubs, but yeah. they do. They d- definitely do have a couple. I had I, no I idea. Yeah. Yeah. I th- but I mean, when you go there, when you go to what other clubs in the city, I guess when you go to the stand and um, I guess the stand and the comedy cellar in New York comedy club, you know, it's kind of the three best clubs that you'll go. And for the most part, you'll never really ever see a slouch or person there or everyone's trying to bring their a game. My favorite place to perform New York comedy club, New York comedy club, which one? The one on Gramercy 24th. Okay. Yeah. Because I've been given like four guest spots. That's what I've all done there. All of these are like check drops, supposed to be really difficult. And I think I've just been lucky. I've had good sets during check drop at this club. I'm I'm just getting, they throw me a bone because I do roast battles. And uh, it's just gone well. So I think I have a good track record there. For those of you who don't know, check spot, second to last comic, correct? It. It can be. It yeah. really depends <laughs> or the, or the how last that comment? club does it. Yeah. Like, so in, in your instance. In my instance, it's been like after, sometimes after the roast battle. So I'll be the very last comic, just a 10 minute spot while they're paying. And you really, they just saw people insult each other and they're, they're ready to leave and they're paying and you got to like get their attention while they're starting conversations and talking about the bill. So talk a little bit about the roast battle though, because you've been doing that for a while. Yeah, I really, that was like my way into clubs. I thought it was just like, and and it was a great writing exercise and I was scared to do it. So I did it. I was like, I have to do this because I'm scared to do it. And my big thing is I always memorized my jokes because I was like, I'm going to be a professional. I'm going to memorize my jokes. Then you go up there and someone pulls out their phone and they're reading it. And the judges don't even fucking point out that you memorized. And I was like, no one cares that oh, you memorized. Wow. That's <laughs> was, crazy because that's right. such a feat to take on. Yeah. Memorizing your own material for that specific. How, how long is your set when you do it? Five minutes? Um, or less, right? Well, it's it's it depends, but it's like 12 jokes. So you got to remember, it'll be like three back and forth, five in a row, five back and forth. <laughs> And you got to be memorizing this for like a good amount of time in advance. Yeah, yeah it's it's it, yeah, but I'm glad I did it because it gave me like a skill. It's 
when you're up there memorized, you're delivering your jokes better. The audience notices, and it just makes you feel like more of a professional. Mm-hmm. You have more confidence. Like, okay, I, I, I went above and beyond, and I. But it doesn't affect the scoring. Mm-hmm. And as a competitive person, I'm like, what? Do you hold out your uh, phone anymore? Um, no. The next time I do a roast battle, though, I'm gonna write my shit in pencil and like hold it up and read it like a- as a bit. Just to see how that goes. Okay. Yeah. When's your next one? So there's a comedy fight club um, tournament, and I'm I got in that because they asked. And honestly, I was kind of over roasts. I was thinking more it'd be fun to judge them now, but I I can't say no because it's like I you have an opportunity to take it. Yeah. Who puts those together? So there's Matt Marin with Comedy Fight Club, great guy. Then there's James Pontillo with New York Comedy yes, Club. Yeah. Yeah. And both of them great dudes. Both great. Battles. I don't know if there's like a feud between them or. or <laughs> there's got to be for the, just for the right? roast. There should be like a coming together, <laughs> like a unifying the belt yeah. thing, because they have champions in both organizations. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I guess it's like the um, NFC and AFC. So for those of you guys who are watching this right now, we had the Ted Jones Comedy Show two days ago as we are releasing this. Nathan did um, uh, quite the job at the Ted Jones Comedy Show, so we're releasing this like a few days after you already did your show. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking forward to having you on the show as we are recording this. This will be exciting. Nathan is doing the March 29th show at the stand, 7 p.m. So if you wait. guys if you guys didn't make it to that show, don't worry about it. You come to the next uh, Comedy Night with Ted Jones, April 4th, or Ted Jones Comedy Show on April 12th, uh, April 26th. All right? Just check the link in this YouTube video. That's why uh, I'm so relaxed yeah, right man. now. I'm, I'm so re- chilling because I killed so hard. You did. Bro, show. you murdered. That's Thanks so I'm, much for coming, dude. That's why I'm chilling. I'm ex- I, I I really appreciate. Yeah, bro. Like, I mean, I see you everywhere, so I mean, it only seemed right to get it's you like on at the, the show. grocery store and shit. Yeah, literally, dude. <laughs> buying vegetables. The deli. <laughs> <laughs> you just told me you weren't a coffee guy, though. No. You're drinking the thing that looks like a coffee, but guys, this is tea. It's I feel tea. like that just makes you so much more relaxed and mellow, and such like a more reasonable person. Right. Being like, yes, I drink tea and not coffee. Says something. Says a lot about you, I think. Yeah. As we're getting to know each other better on this couch. Yeah. You're a mellow guy. It seems. Are you? Are you a coffee guy? Yeah. The coffee and marijuana guy. Yeah. Those two. Yeah. Those are the big t- time. I quit those two things together. I, I could see myself putting those two together and cutting them cold turkey, but that would be extremely difficult, and I don't look to do that. I was an asshole for a month. Prick. When did you stop doing that? When you moved here. It was the summer of the pandemic, living in a studio with who was now my ex. So it's 2020? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds right. Okay. It's right. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we like forgot. We're like, all right, we're, we're good with that. that yeah. shit. <laughs> so you're but, living uh, in a studio with an ex. Two people in a studio, potentially tough, but I'll let you tell that side. Oh, yeah. And then the we were like, I'm going to move into the studio with this girl I've been dating six months. We wanted- was this before the pandemic, though? You decided yeah. that? So we moved from St. Louis to New York, New York City together. <laughs> oh, we my basically- God. From like a big house to a freaking studio. Go ahead. We basically d- used each other to because she had the uh, job secured and I had the 401k money and the credit score. So she had the income and I had the nest egg and the uh, ability to uh, for a landlord to go. Yeah, move in. Your credit's immaculate somehow. Um, and I, then we just slowly started to resent each other. Here's what happened. Uh, I just touched your knee. All good, dude. Now, now, <laughs> Here's I, what I, happened. Now. Listen, listen. 
Start jacking off Ted. <laughs> and I'm wearing sweatpants, too. You guys just see my freaking fat bone here through the camera. I wish I had a fat bone. Go ahead, dude. A skinny bone. <laughs> but uh, it was my birthday. <laughs> oh, wait. Today's your birthday? Continue. No. Proceed. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we were at uh, Red Lobster. For your in birthday in the city <laughs> yeah. in Times Square? I love it. Oh, Fuck my yeah. God, dude. And um, she was showing me, <laughs> right? That's crazy. This, this, my eight years, my junior girlfriend was showing me how to do something on Instagram that I didn't know how to do. I don't know what it was. Eight years younger than you, yeah. Yes. Because she, yeah. And we went to like a story or something, and all these pictures came up. And the top left picture was the ass of a girl that I took earlier while I was walking through the street. Here's the thing I'm not that big of a creep. The girl was skinny and her ass looked fake. So I took it to like show friends and be like, is this fake or is this not? Yeah. They put it in the Which group chat. Which is still like, come borderline, on, dude. Borderline, right. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, I, shouldn't I think do that. it makes it better though. I if wouldn't you're sending do it. it to all your boys. You know, yeah, yeah. In terms of like, you're not like, oh, this is sexy. You're like, doesn't this look odd? Yeah. And I, at the time I'm like, no one will know. This doesn't matter. She's not going to be affected. Looking back, it's like, okay, I would never do that again. Taking a picture of some, anyone in public is just weird. But made a mistake, whatever. Of course, she doesn't believe any of context surrounding it. She just thinks I'm a creep taking pictures of girls out in the city. So she starts resenting me from my birthday. For the, it takes 11 months through the pandemic before our lease is up and we, we get our own place and so break up. you guys up. live together yeah. through the resentment. And she like forgave me but yeah. she would like snap over nothing and i was like oh she hates because me because of the this. butt picture how yeah. many months of resentment were was there in your apartment 11 so you guys signed the lease you were happily whatever went to red lobster then for 11 months you had to live together through that yeah. oh man and so what was there any separation during the pandemic like did she go home did you go home or you both stayed in we wow. toughed it out did you guys grow at all as Away from each other, yeah. I was going to ask if you'd like grown together at all, maybe to like kind of go through that. It it sucks because like I mean well, I'm glad we're not we broke up. Well, also she she it seemed like she moved here when she was pretty young, yeah, really young. So I was 31, she was 23, mm-hmm. and it was just one of those things where like we met in St. Louis. I wanted to move here for comedy. She just wanted to get out of St. Louis and was like, I've always wanted to live in New York. Oh, this will be smart. Yeah. But we owe it to each other. Cause yeah, yeah, we I got, agree. You guys both got, like, the same thing got from up each here. other. We, we loved each other. Yeah. But, like, we sacrificed a relationship to both get to be here. And it was worth it. It sucks. But, like, I had to start crying. No, but it sucks. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm we, we went through the shit we went through. We hate each other, but we're not in it. Like, I would help her. Like, if a guy roof eater well let's you guys really helped each other grow though like you both yeah. made life-altering decisions to do something that yeah. at the time you may not have thought was what well, or you may not have thought that okay now is going to be my comedy career and her career here yeah. you guys thought it was going to be your love that like brought you mm-hmm. together in new york but it was another thing that god blessed you with you know yeah. not an l for loss not an l for love but an l for life lesson yeah i'll say that was fucking wow, deep. That was deep dude Deep. That was deep any other chicks. Deep. Any other <laughs> any other chicks while you've been here, girls since then, or how how has your life outside of comedy been? So like I, I don't. I'm not on dating apps. I don't 
really, I don't approach women because I'm so busy and I know myself, like I'll fall, I don't want to fall in love with some woman and then be distracted because I'm juggling, I'm trying to make it in this. I love, I love how you said that, man, because um, I had, do you know Glory Mora? No. She had the stand like all the time. Host, she was on here uh, the other day. She was talking about how um, she has felt that when she's single, she doesn't feel distracted. Yeah, or when she is single, yeah, yeah. As I said, she doesn't feel distracted. And I was kind of saying the same thing. Like the past um, about almost a year, I worked at my dad's company for six and a half years. So from the time that I graduated college until almost a year ago, I was yeah. like doing that full time and comedy was very part time yeah. here and there with improv classes. Like I was telling you about doing sets, maybe once every three weeks, something like that to now it's my full time job between doing the comedy shows, the podcasts, the blogs. Yeah. Um, but like the past year, I just felt like I've kind of been playing catch up a little just cause I had so much of my time where I was focused on something else. So like this past year, not having a girlfriend and really limiting my contact with other people outside of comedy, I think it helps. It, it's like jump started, you know, my my career in the in in a sense. Definitely, man. Like, it's like don't get me wrong. Like, it'd be nice to like have uh, intimacy with yeah, another human being yeah. or someone who loved me. Uh-huh. That'd be cool. But I mean, it's also nice. It's I just I here's the thing. Oh. I'm going to get, I have to do visuals. Okay. So like being, having <laughs> someone who loves you. You're doing you, a pyramid too. Right. Okay. Do you agree with this? Having someone who just touched your. Do you, do you guys watching this by the way? If you guys are watching on Spotify. Yes, we do have video on Spotify. You just saw Nathan touch my arm there. This is great. Absolutely. Continue, please. If All you, right. that time it was skin. Yeah. Because this is material. <laughs> this is protected. Just, I start like, I like brush your yeah, hair you back. I'm like, my here's lips. my next point. Let's <laughs> make out with you. But like it being in love. With the right person is great, but to get there, you have to date, and you have to f- fucking date and dating apps, and that takes so much time. I'm afraid to do it, so I've never really learned how to like have game or pick up girls. Because I'm like probably autistic and I'm introverted and weird. I think dating apps really help with that, though. I know, right? But then it's just gross. How do you feel? I feel. I just. I'm scared. This is going to be crass. I'm scared to like take a girl out. She's beautiful, and I like buy her dinner. And then that night, like, I've never went on a date where you didn't. She didn't let you do everything the first night. So I'm like. How many guys before me was it? So you're like eating a girl's pussy that another guy came in a week ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm prude, but it's I'm just not into that. So like it's hard to find like a someone, right? So all that dating and and bullshit takes up time that should be spent like at working on comedy and and like but you got to live life too when comedy slash acting because that's part of the same thing in a way when when something from that turns into my full-time income then that's that's cool but that i have a part-time job so that's 29 hours a week that i have to spend i I sell solar panels on the phone that's how i pay rent and that's how i make the money that to invest in acting and comedy so i can't that's like the time i would have cultivating a relationship with another person is actually just coming up with the funds to survive in New York. 
and do all this chase the dream. I could move into my parents in my old childhood room and buy a car and work the road and save up money and then get an apartment and that would be my life. But I want to stay here till everything comes together. Because you're just closer to stuff, you know? It's also fun. It's, it's, it's also great rubbing shoulders to people. No, no yeah. homo. And it's also great when other people touch you. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> um, but New York is great, man. I uh, lived in New Jersey for the, the first six weeks of my life. Tea. And then I moved here. And they got good tea. Probably expensive tea. Where'd you... You lived in Jersey? Grew up. No, not even grew up. First six weeks of my life was born in New Brunswick, New Jersey. And then we moved to here to, uh, to New York, to Manhattan. And then I went to Yukon. Okay. And I played tennis at Yukon. That's like why I went to Yukon. It was super close. They had a pretty solid team. It was because like the basketball and football team were so good. So they yeah. had so much money coming in mm-hmm. that they were like, okay, we have all this money. What should we do? All right, let's have a pretty solid tennis team. You know, we'll give them their money because obviously, you know, tennis doesn't bring really any money in. You seem pretty in shape. Yeah. Makes I'm in sense. Shape. Yeah. You still tennis? And not as much as I'd like. I still play with um, actually some comics here and there. Do you know Julio Gallerati? If not, I'm sure you've seen him around. Um, oh, Hannah really? Burner, she plays tennis. Um, Michael Costa, he plays oh, tennis. I, I, and I, I yeah, those, yeah, so those three guys are pretty serious tennis players. They all played Division One as well. Uh, but it's just a matter of finding people who also can play tennis at a high level where it's like fun to play tennis with them. Because it's not like just basketball. You know, you play basketball with one of your friends. You guys are just shooting around on the basket. Like it's not, it doesn't really affect you. But like if you're hitting back and forth with somebody, yeah. You know, maybe they're hitting the ball out too much. They're not hitting it, you know, over the net, whatever it is. But um, it's about, like, finding the courts in New York, which sometimes are expensive. And then, you know, making your way out there takes a long time finding the right partner. So if I lived in a, a Miami or something, I'd definitely play more. But now I play, like, once every six weeks if I'm lucky. I'd like okay. to play more. But I'm in the gym a lot, so I'm active. And anytime another sport comes up, like, I'm always ready to play. Really? Uh, that's yeah, good. I'm a sport guy. That's nice, man. Yeah. Yeah. The, what's your favorite uh, gym exercise? <laughs> like, you mean like the chest press, the the shoulder press? Yeah. That's what you mean? I don't know, man. It's I don't know if I've been asked that in a, in a long time. Your gym exercise. My favorite gym exercise. I might have to say the shoulder press on the Smith machine. Nice. I think I like that. That's pretty specific, too. That's good. You know, the thing about this Smith machine, and I've also been getting into assisted pull-ups recently, it just it allows you what? to do more yeah. than you would originally do. You know, like, I bust out, like, whatever it is, I can bust out, like, 15 pull-ups on the actual bar, but, like, when you have the assisted one right on your knees, it pushes you up a little bit more so you can get those, you know, five to seven extra pull-ups. And the same thing on the, um, the shoulder press for the Smith machine. Yeah. You just get a few more reps in. So I like that. You ever do one thing that's fun? Yeah. You can do this with dips or pull-ups on the, uh, the assisted, assisted thing. You do. You put like a 50-pound dumbbell or whatever between your knees. Oh, yes, you yes. You crank out like four or five. Yes, I've seen. You I've drop it. seen many people do that. Yeah, drop it, do another set. Dr- then you hop down, get the assisted on, and then you hop on. And then now you're just moving. feels like no weight, but your muscles just can't move. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's a good one. So you're a big gym guy too? Yeah, I, I love... You seem like a CrossFit guy. Really? Yeah. That's great. That's a compliment. Yeah, I know. That means I look insane. <laughs> just... No, just like super fit cardio, also strength and quickness, fast twitch great. fibers, yeah, you know? Yeah, I just clean and jerk yeah. all day. <laughs> Fucking cleaning and jerking, bro. I'm more of a like a... Uh, I'm a push-pull legs. 
<laughs> and then on my fourth day, me and a buddy like good legs, yeah. box. Oh, nice. Not like far. That. I don't want to get hit yeah. anymore, but just holding the mitts. Um, where do you go? Just like in somehow my apartment right now has a basement that's going to change. So we'll just have to figure that out. But you just, we bought mitts and gloves wraps. You just three minute, two to three minute rounds. Go after it. Feels so good. Nice. I don't, I've never really boxed. I'd like to get into it. You'd you'd be, pick it up quick. You're athletic. You could use your racket the first time. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. What, um, what else are you getting into? I try to find time. I've always played the guitar. I've always dabbled. Oh, yeah. Tell us about that. It's, uh, I never really, like, pursued, like, a band or, like, tried to do anything with it. I just liked to play. And I got, like, intermediate enough where people are like, oh, you're pretty good. So now I'm trying to, like, not be so critical and just, I'll go live on Instagram, then I'll just save it as a post. Dope. Yeah, fuck it. Thanks, man. um, I'm just trying to play more. It's like... It's hard. I take for granted like the time like back when you could just do something like that all day because now it's like you're running from whatever to whatever. You got acting class, improv class, open mics, uh, promoting something, writing. And at the end of the day, it's like, do I want to play the guitar or do I need to fucking sleep so my body can recover from the sick workout in the gym? What do the next six months to 12 months look like for you? The next six to 12 months. Besides going to Dayton, Ohio. Because I will. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll be going home trying to... I'm going to try to send out that Caroline's... I'm doing this thing, and it's not worked. I'll send, like, the whole 52 minutes to someone... And I'll be like, hey, here's a quick clip of me doing stand-up. Can I do your show sometime? <laughs> and you said 52 minutes out? Yeah, because it's just like a f- bit, obviously, but I think people are like, what What the fuck? Mm-hmm. But um, I think I'm going to try to like reach out to clubs and set up like a tour in November when I'm home, just with my rental. Okay. Go around the Midwest and like headline some clubs. So I have a, a whole half year to plan that. Um, and that'll just be like um, the full month of you touring around Missouri. Yeah. St. Louis. Yeah. Smart. I'm going to, um, since I crushed so hard at your show, I'm uh-huh. now passed at the stand. Let's so go. I'm stand a lot. Nice. Uh, I'm, I might try to produce show on my own just to get something going, like a weekly, just I'm hosting, getting on stage more. Um, I'm getting pelvic floor injections. For what? My, well, uh, your pelvic floor, obviously, but I was I, I have hip dysplasia and my legs are different lengths. Hip what? Dysplasia. Can... Can you please get up and show us? Oh, where's the camera? Right, I mean, just right there. I'll flip the camera. We're all right. We're showing you Nathan's different size legs right here. All right. How? I mean, how? Should I leave this on? Yeah. Wait. We'll talk about. We'll talk the mics. We just bring bring your mic with us. All right, guys. It's a little unorthodox here, but I got to see his different size legs. So wait. What was it? What's it called? So I have uh, hip dysplasia. So like, so if you could see right here. Uh, see that? Well, that's a sick vein. Yeah, dude. You wow, so you're like an mean, Abercrombie model. Wait, dick, dude, just pull. That's your, my dick vein. Dude, just pull your pants down a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, okay, so your legs scar. are. So I had can't surgery. Really, can't really tell though. Yeah, like this left leg's a lot longer than my right leg. So like my back's all fucked up, my hips are all fucked up. So you have the pelvic floor muscles, right? That sit between your hips, and um, they're they're in spasm. So, like, my taint hurts. 
So can you not really run? Like how how different size are there? Like I feel like my shit's like an inch different. Like my my left leg is like an inch longer than my right, and the hip display. It's just I'm all fucked up. I was born with a weird body. I think all the good genetics went to my brother. Okay, and I'm just like <laughs> left over. But um, yeah, I'm getting these pelvic floor injections because the muscles in my pelvic floor are spasmed, so it like it just makes it like. Gives you like nerve pain and stuff. I've yeah, it's just like my like that dick hurts too. and yeah, like I don't enjoy sex. So you're getting, so I don't have it. You're getting injections when? Uh, like a week. And, and this how is long series is it going to put you out for? It's I can't lift heavy for two months, and I'm just I have to do a lot of breathing and stretching, and hopefully, and it's just going to relax that area so that I'm not always like tense. You carry a lot of tension in your taint, just like your sh- your traps. Mm-hmm. It's just one like, does, yeah, like, yeah. It just keeps, yeah, and it's just having that spasm, like a like a muscle spasm. But that'll make it better. Yeah, be hopefully. Good. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta be positive. Yeah, it'll make yeah, it better. You get, exactly, you gotta be positive. It'll be better, and also potentially go vegan, bro. What kind of stuff do you eat? We'll get on that topic. I might be turning them vegan. We'll see. Dude, or at least for seventy two hours, bro. You're like, I love cheeseburgers too much. No, man. So like, I eat healthy, but I eat a lot of I eat organic pasture raised eggs. And a lot of fish, sardines and salmon, because that's my protein. And then other than that, I eat a lot of avocados. I eat some apples. I eat like hummus, broccoli. I eat nice. healthy. Yeah, it sounds like you eat healthy. I eat healthy, but those Larry and Lloyd or Lord, yeah, Lenny's cookies. Lenny, we Larry, about this, that oatmeal raisin flavor, dude. I eat, that's crazy. You eat so many of them because they're not that good. But I, I don't eat. Are. I don't eat candy. Those are the candy. Those are so my it, candy, too. it's now my candy, and I used to, like, binge eat. I used to, like, get high, and I'd, like, binge eat on, like, pancakes and ice cream. Yeah. It was gross. And now I don't do that, but these Lenny and Larry cookies, they're protein cookies, and there's fiber to mitigate the sugar. Yeah. But they're still, they're the sweetest thing I eat. So since I'm a piece of shit, I'm like, oh, I'll just get six of them. And then, like, you have weird gas for, like, a day, yeah, and yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. That's for true. Because I'm alone. So I'm just in my room farting. <laughs> eating fucking. Cu- Why did you quit smoking weed? Because of like the binge eating stuff? Yeah, dude. I have such an addictive personality. I go too hard with things. I go too all in. Do you drink? Uh, no. I can't. Like over the over 2020 summer, I started doing acid and I did it every week. Just did acid every week. It's not good. I tried to do it once. It didn't work. Apparently, didn't that's work. a thing. They oh. do it one time and like it doesn't work. <laughs> Maybe that's what my drug dealer just fucking lied. Bad. To me. He's like, it might not work. Oh yeah, because it's, it's your first time. Sometimes that'll be four hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but the one time I did it. Sometimes that's happened with me uh, with shrooms before, where it hasn't worked. But mm. then I just find that you eat more, and then it usually does. But work. you ate the shrooms off of a pizza, and you're yeah, exactly. I was like, what just, the fuck? I thought there were shrooms on the pizza. Just regular sh- mushrooms. Just regular old mushrooms. I don't yeah, know. I'm a weed guy. So you've I never guess. hallucinogen. Eh, well, I, no, I, I'd say no. I had done ketamine before. How's that? that? Was you've never done ketamine? No, bro. It just feels like everything is zoomed out, and then there are ten people in your head telling you amazing, life-altering, changing ideas, and then when you come back to it, it wasn't altering, or you you forget it. But it just it zooms everything out. So um, you'll be ten. Out. You'll be ten feet away from me when you're actually just right here. And you'll be talking, like, like just weird talking. Do you, do you but you crave I, carrots? <laughs> Why? Of course. 
Why? Oats. Oh, exactly. Right. Because oh, ketamine is known as horse tranquilizer. Yeah. For those of you who didn't know, we got really deep into it. But I skipped a yeah. few setups. Uh, <laughs> they do ketamine uh, depression therapy, which they do on Irving oh, Place right next that. to the stand. You actually should look into it. I don't know how much it is or if they cover it on in health insurance, but they inject you with a good amount of ketamine. You're in a K-hole for maybe an hour. You come out, you're all loopy, and then apparently um, you're good. It's like Wait. post-traumatic stress or uh, just syndrome, whatever. Because I'm, I'm talking about PTSD. I'm fucking. I'm a. I'm a mental. You should look into it seriously. Mess. Look into it. I'm really a mess. Like I, I have to like. I wrote down all the negative things I say, which I won't even give examples because yeah, some of don't. them are just like self defeating and like bitter about this whole the the industry. So like I'm not even gonna say it, but like, then I just wrote the positive version of that and Love i it. make myself say it every night nice dude. and every morning can you I share see. that yeah like if you want to I yeah because i do that too if you notice we have um literally all over the place man just writings just like, and all these things yeah dude get closer <laughs> now you see like all these uh post oh, yeah. you see stuffs all Smiley over the wall faces. yeah man that's all part of that. it, and then stuff before you walk out the door just notes like that i'm big on your subconscious it, it's recording always so if like man i fucking hate my life I want to kill myself, which are things I say. But if I go, I love my life. I want to live forever. Just say the opposite of the negative thing. Then your subconscious hears that. And it's like, oh, okay. And then it might take a month, but I'm hoping to start to change my brain. Because I just, I don't know if it was the weather or it was just like the hip injection shit. Or like just like Caroline's happened and now it's like it never happened. Oh, yeah. You never, like, it's just like, what are we doing? How do you progress in this? You just, the negativity can come out uh, vocally and then you hear it and now it's just on repeat. So I'm just trying to reverse that. Yeah. Keep that shit positive. That goes for everything, even in, you know, in our industry, HIV. just in general. <laughs> Anything else, bro? Anything else you got for us? <laughs> <laughs> we just end like, on this. Hey, this podcast went so well. And this is great, man. Absolutely. I'm having a lot of fun. I am having a lot of fun. Half- Nathan, and thank you for doing uh, the show a couple days ago, man. You killed. Do you think Do you think it was a little much when that chick busted out her tits <laughs> and asked me to come on him <laughs> in the middle so, of dude, my you, set? You know what? I would have done the same thing if I was her. Yeah. I was pretty... I mean, I did sue her for sexual harassment, though. Right, good. I'm happy you got those papers in. Ted Jones Comedy Show was an absolute blast. Nathan, thank you so much for coming on the Ted Jones World Podcast as I have my arm in the mic, of course. Guys, we will see you next time. And uh, don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe. Peace. Bye.